What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 238. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, crackheads, future politics, bombs, protests, video games, JoJo, Siwa, Super Bowl, cold weather, vaccines, and a bunch of other shit. Uh, Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up we're joined by snappy hello hello uh back again another week another week 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 you're a little better mood this week yeah you know you got a week of work under your belt back in in the swing of things back in the swing of things been making business been slowly picking up so we're so slowly still in some business oh hell yeah i mean first compliment for the store came in and guess whose name was on it this guy right walked out with 84 dollars yesterday that ain't a bad day and get an hourly wage in a couple weeks when you get your check so hey like a sore peter you can't beat it there you go um well, once you start making the real big bucks, consider going to patreon.com slash a podcast. Uh, if you go there and give enough money, uh, you have my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Darwin Initiative Bear, and Pow Wow, uh, be a co producer. Shout out like that. Or you can just give a dollar a month or more and get early access to the podcast. I will say, uh, Graveyard Entertainment did join the Patreon at that tier. Hell so yeah. Shout out to them. And I think it's because I mentioned on the last episode that you could get it access to the next two best of music episodes it won't be out until march and april and so they were like fuck it we'll go for it hell yeah appreciate um, it for sure um and then we also have the merch shop shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mo uh go there if you want a cool podcast shirt hell yeah i just wore mine the other day again hell yeah um it's in the weekly rotation See, I don't think I have anything else. I guess I'm selling beats. I should probably mention that shit more often, but I don't know. It's like a to the mode.beatstars.com. Go buy some beats. At the moment, my plan's been I've been putting them out every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday this year. Oh, yeah. We'll see how long I can keep it up. But at the moment, I know I have it through February and I have them ready for March. I just haven't made the videos and all. It's a whole fucking process for the fact that like four people watch the goddamn video. I bet. But I'm just like. Yeah, it's gonna be consistent. Keep on making them, but I don't really share them. You know, I share a link once. And I'm like, there you go. Other motherfuckers be sharing shit all day, every day, like a million links, and it's annoying. And then honestly, those people would say they have engagement tweets and all this other shit. But anyway, the world of fucking um, Try, making fans trying to get their name out there. I guess I know it's kind of some bullshit. I just I'm like. Just people like me and listen to my podcast and stuff. Yeah, I mean, nothing work. worse like it's supposed to. Like, okay, my son's fixing to go to school and learn one of these trades, right? Right. Okay, well, if he don't like this job, he goes to another job that has that same kind of deal. And guess what? You get to start because you went to school for that trade. I've basically been to pizza school for 23 fucking years. So why do I, when I go to a new place, I got to start at the bottom. Everyone in town knows my work ethic. They know what I bring to the table. I'm a buff fucking badass. Well, there's no such well, thing as a pizza school, and probably that's why. Well, I mean, technically. Right? I mean, I think, like, they actually have burger schools and shit. Like, I think McDonald's has, like, little McDonald universities or something. I went to a Mazio's University once. Well, did you, we'll put it down. 
<laughs> Got to put all that on your resume. Say it's worth how much. Have, but I did get a text today. I took a little nap this afternoon. Had some fir- uh, stuff going on. I was like, hey, watch these videos <laughs> on so-and-so. We'll get you started in that manager program. So they're already looking just whether I want to give up driver money or not. Right. Right. Um, see what happens. See what happens. Um, all right, anything else happening in your life besides work shit? Well, uh, my son got a talk. He sent me a text said he had a flat, and uh, so I waited on him to get off work. Said he had his car parked at Roasters, so I leave about fifteen minutes because you know my truck had been kind of leaning. I was going to swing by and get some air, and there's his car parked at a little air station at the place he had. So I went on and waited on him at work. We get off. It's like fifteen minutes later. We go back, and this car's still sitting there, and this. Tweaker looking dude standing there and another guy's walking by and I get out and all I hear is yelling and Colton's like turning around to his car, like fixing to focus on what he's doing. I'm like, Colton, go back to the fucking truck. He's like, what? I said, trust me. And this dude just starts running, sprinting across the roaster's parking lot, yelling at this motherfucker that he was going to beat his ass. And that dude just kept walking. I think he said he was going to call the cop. Oh, call the cops in. And then he went back to his car. And then on his way back, he's like, oh, it was his fault. I was like, dude, I'm just trying to change a fucking flat. You do what you got to do. And Colton's like, looking. And then he gets in his car and he starts pulling along. I get in the fucking truck. And I have my tire iron in my hand. He's like, y'all got a 15-inch rim? I'm like, fuck no. Get out of here. I'm trying to change my goddamn son's tire. So I was like, son, that is a crackhead. That's what hangs around. Usually loves, not roasters. But, you know, we don't mess around. Right. And yeah, that's the approach. You got to yell at them, you know, you got to show them a little bit of the anger. Oh, man, I wasn't just trying to help my son, you know, learn how to properly change a flat, you know, just make sure it's on correctly and all that. And it's fucking got to deal with the tweaker. Yeah. I mean, that's life, though. I mean, that's just how the world is. Uh, I haven't really had too many run-ins with tweakers in general. I would say like they kind of you know they leave me be normally. Um, I don't know why. I'm not exactly you know. I don't think I've done anything necessarily. But in general, I'm always just watching them from across the parking lot. I'm I very rarely have had interactions with people acting a fool. I think if people didn't know you, you come off unapproachable anyway. I agree. I remember like the last job I had, people would tell powwow you know like, behind my back. I don't know if it's behind my back, so but they would say how like I look mean and. I'm so serious and all this stuff and Powell would just laugh and be like that just none of that's actually I mean they're like well every time he says something really dry everyone thinks he's me like there was he would be like y'all think he's mean but he's just trying to make a joke and then no one laughs and then he thinks that's funny and I'd be like I do think that shit's funny I know right I love when I make a joke and no one laughs and I'm like oh fuck no one caught it <laughs> I'm just gonna keep keep going with it hell yeah that's one of my favorite things uh in life um all right, a lot of random shit in the world, so I made just a random list today because I didn't have shit to talk about, so we're going to see what all we can cover. One, this is one thing I actually did on my list because I listen to a lot of, not a lot, I listen to a few political podcasts these days, you know. Um, a new podcast I've been listening to is the Axios Daily Podcast. It's like just a daily news podcast, 10 minutes, real short. Um, just for anyone's curious out there, but then you know, listen like five thirty eight, and uh, you know some other things that I kind of look at politics. And uh, some poll came out basically that was like if Trump started the Patriot Party, because I guess he made a comment that he might start a new party called the Patriot Party. And um, 
So a poll came out and was like, if there was the Patriot Party, the Republican Party, and the Democrat Party, who would you vote for? And it was like 40% of people said the Democrat Party, and then like 30% of people said Trump's Patriot Party, and like 18% of people said the Republican Party. And then so like they the just rest divided was, the other two. And so the rest were just all uh you know, undecided or other, like libertarian or whatever. And um so basically what it proved, I mean it just shows that Trump is actually more valuable than the Republicans. Like more people would vote for just Trump over just the Republicans, you know? And so ever since that poll came out, basically Republicans have been very much like, no, we're still cool with Trump, you know, or whatever. And like McConnell's ratings have been going down. And so a lot of, uh, so like the Trump voters are definitely very much still alive and they're going to have a say, you know, in all this shit. So anyway, I don't know what all that means necessarily, but yes, like you said, uh, it it would be suicide for the party to do it because they wouldn't win any, they would win some state things, you know, like in Oklahoma, sure. It'd be a Patriot party versus Republican party. You know, right. Democrats would still come in third place here, but in other States, I mean, it would just be suicide to do that, but it's interesting. I like the idea of let's, well, and honestly, I'll, we'll be real honest. Trump will never make a third party because it's too much work as libertarians know, or anyone who's kind of like poked around at it. They have to get fucking like signatures every four years. You know, like you have to do a lot of fucking shit because the Democrats and Republicans have basically made it impossible for third parties to get on ballots. You know, it's like it takes they a lot of work. Once you get on the ballot, they should be on. A, if you're running, you should be on the ballot. Fuck it. You have to clear like a 15% one year right. to make it to the next, the auto. Like they've made some bullshit rule, right? Um, so I would, I think it would be really interesting if another third party was made, you know, and like. Now we get that, 2% of the votes. Yeah, we'll see. See how it breaks up. <laughs> um, I th- I do think it's interesting. And then uh, the other rumor, I don't think this has a whole lot of weight either, um, but there's been talk that like Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, or I think that's her name, fuck, maybe Susan Rye. I don't remember who all these other people are, uh, but Mitt Romney was the head of it. And then some other Republicans that are more, you know, anti-Trump people, they're like more establishment. Uh, they may make a party called the Enterprise Party. At least that's what people are calling it. And then it would have, have even a smaller thing. So like say for instance, the Republican party were like, no, fuck it. We're all on, in on Trump. Maybe this small sliver breaks off and makes their own. But again, I mean, I would just kind of fuck over all the Republicans. Interesting. Yeah. So that's just basically trying to rewrite their own government. Cause they don't like the way it is. Well, the Patriot party, uh, I didn't read all of it, but from what I understand, a lot of their platform is just the Bible. Like, it's just more biblical, like more Christian leaning than what the Republicans currently are. Really? <laughs> so, you know, and then there's this lady uh, in Congress. I don't remember her name right now. It's like something Taylor Green or I don't I don't fucking know. Um, she's in Congress. She's a QAnon conspiracy theorist believer. Like she's she's wearing a fucking mask in Congress. that says Trump won and stop the steal and. You know, she's like, so she full, she would make it seem as if she fully believes there was fraud and, you know, and all this illegal shit. But yet she's in Congress getting elected in the same election that she's claiming Trump fraudulently. You know, I don't know. I just like to me, I don't know how you connect all these <laughs> dots or whatever. Um, but she said some crazy shit like how the Jew lasers control the weather and, you know, how 
certain people in the government, you know, are pedophiles. You know, you know all that shit that all the QAnon people say. Now, again, I don't fucking know. She also says certain people in the government probably are pedophiles. She I probably agree. is. I, I'll agree with that one. Right, I agree. <laughs> well, and they try to highlight this thing on the news we watched earlier where she was like talking about 9-11. And I was like, oh, I agree with everything she said about 9-11. But I'm like a 9-11 truther. And now the thing is, she said in her uh, apology, I believe 9-11 happened, and I also believe 9-11 happened. I just don't think we were fed the fucking truth as the American public, and obviously we weren't. We went to war in Iraq, had nothing to do with any any fucking twin right. power shit. So I kind of was like, I don't know. I'm not against this woman, and she's clearly... I mean, I'm not for her, but like she's clearly spouting off some conspiracy theory shit. But they are just overly being like, well, if you believe any of these things, you can't be in Congress. I'm like... If you can win an election in your state, I think that's the point. Right. I like, I mean, I hate to say it, but just like I tell people who bitch about AOC, I'm like, well, guess what? You don't live in New York. And people that bitch about Nancy Pelosi, I'm like, you don't live in California. Like, it just doesn't matter what you think about somebody because you don't vote for them. Like, it just, <laughs> it's not your right. business in a, in a way. So I do think it's odd. We spend a lot of time. Uh, complaining about we have the worst people here like fucking james Langford. i fucking hate that goddamn motherfucker um but anyway that's the latest political news that i have for us well so look out to see if we like get a, a clusterfuck we get more parties going on um apparently joe Biden still signed a bunch of executive orders i don't know what all they're for there's still debates over i lost track after like 13 and i right. didn't even have all those there's all these debates on uh the stimulus checks uh, apparently, Democrats want to go ahead and just send everyone fourteen hundred to make that two thousand. You know, if you add to the six hundred, and then other people are like, "We still have," you know, Republicans are saying there's still money that hasn't been spent on the last one. We'll spend that first, but they're not being sent to people. It's being sent to fucking shit we ain't ever gonna see. Right? Like, so it's kind of a dumb you argument. Don't need one point nine trillion dollars to pay all this twelve hundred. That's crazy. Right. It absolutely is. Um. So it's all some bullshit. I think that's how it's going to be from here on out. I think because here's the thing. Both parties or all three of them, if they make the Patriot Party, there is no more parties that are like, hey, what about getting the spending down? Like the libertarians exist, but they're not going to win, you know, probably anytime soon. Uh, but the Republicans used to at least be like, let's get the budget down. But even through Trump, they were like, nah, fuck that. Budget's higher than ever. Dude, Bush, George W. Bush, that was like, fuck it. Like no one's really for uh, bringing any of that down, so I do think we'll just probably roll out of control on the debt forever. Yeah, until other laws be like we'll fall bankruptcy, right? Is that thing country can do? I don't know. We all start a zero. Yeah, it's like. But did the American people get to start a zero as well? Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I think uh, as the conspiracy would go, we're all given social security numbers because we're property of the country. So when they when they would file that bankruptcy or come to China and say, we got to pay you back because the Federal Reserve is not part of America. It is a banking system owned by the Rothschilds. See, and so they would then give us our American lives to the Chinese government and they would own us. And I've heard all this, you know, because I listen to some info words and shit. And I think it's interesting. But then I'm like, OK, let's run that scenario. Right. Chinese emperor, whoever fuck's gonna tell us what to do, and we're just gonna be like, okay, they gave them to us. We'd be like, fuck you, get out of here. Yeah, like it wouldn't mean. It well, we'd see those Chinese symbols coming in on the planes, and we'd be ready. Right, it would just wouldn't mean shit. So again, now maybe one of the police state where they take off our guns or whatever. Uh, but 
I just the whole idea that and the stuff people are pitched all the time. I'm just like, no, this shit makes sense. Everyone's there's just of. too many guns out there for them to collect them all anyway. Uh, today I listened to a four episode podcast about napalm and the history of napalm. It was very interesting. Hell yeah! It was it's a bad some bad shit because it can stick to you and just burn everybody alive. It's basically what. I mean, with the atom bomb, of course, uh, won World War II from Japan, and then also they just destroyed North Korea with napalm for like years and years and years, so they burned it all to the ground. And that's kind of why the North Koreans still hate us, because we literally were like, we don't give a fuck, we'll burn everything in the ground. And that was their strategy. It's very interesting. Huh. And we don't ever talk about Korea. It's like the one war in America, which isn't really ever talked about. But it's because they just literally sent, from what I listened to today, airplanes with napalm strapped to pal- wooden pallets and they'd push them out of the back of the airplanes they just flew over and they would just go one after another until they just burned every like square mile down wow. i was like it's nuts and they would rebuild it and they would just burn it again they rebuild and they burn it again and i was like it's crazy how long is going i think it was i know mash lasted 11 years and was set in korea but i think the actual <laughs> korean war was only like four years but i could be wrong yeah i'm not sure everyone wants to talk about vietnam and like from my understanding we didn't even really win that one so i didn't win at all you know what i mean but you know they that from where that. we come from that's where like so many people are like vietnam i was vietnam vet yeah i guess so i i don't know i think of it also way more from television and pop culture stuff because i don't know anyone that fought in vietnam myself you know uh i come in contact with a lot of customers right got their veteran hats and you could see that except um yeah, but this podcast is like the bomber squad. So these are people like in World War II. They were like trying to tell people like, listen, we can win a whole war with airplanes and bombs. And people were like, fuck that. You got to have soldiers. And they're like, listen, motherfuckers. And then finally, when Japan shit happened, the time came to prove, you know, prove their point and shit. And they were like, oh, yeah, you can do this. So and then Korea, they proved that point, basically won the whole war with airplanes. And then Vietnam happened. And that's when they actually, damn, um, if you have enough crazy guerrilla forces, you might not be able to do with airplanes that they have, you know, if you don't know where they're at and shit. So uh, Vietnam was a crazy war that it it's interesting because it's how all modern warfare now is fought as well in a way. So, um, but yeah, we did not win that one. Um, all right. Another foreign news. Uh, I mentioned a Russian protest last week, which is definitely a big deal. We should have way more people talking about the fucking Russian protest. The opposing guy to Vladimir Putin got sentenced to two years in jail for uh, for fleeing the country whenever he was poisoned. He was poisoned by who he believed was the Russian government while in Berlin, Germany, I believe, and then went to a hospital, and then they're charging him for going to a hospital. I don't know. It's some bullshit, basically, right? But it's just happening, and this guy's going to go to jail for two years. But he has, like, a whole political team. Maybe someday he'll take down uh, Putin. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. I thought Putin's got a shit unlocked in the way. Um, but they're doing all this propaganda shit. They're, like, showing Putin's, like, secret $2 billion mansion, and they're getting all the people riled up. You know, the Russians don't like this whole fucking rich dude hoard well, all did the they shit. ever see him, uh, Saddam Hussein's uh, gold... Right. I mean, that's what, happened. that's what happened there. Um, but yeah, so other country, India has a huge farmer protest. The only reason I know about this is because I read a story about how the Indian government is mad at Rihanna because Rihanna tweeted about it and then it put more spotlight on it than anyone's. Apparently, for I guess months, uh, there's some big farmer protest in India and um, just Rihanna tweeting a link 
now a lot of people are involved and now they're like on their news. They've cut off their own internet. It's apparently that's a thing that countries do now. Whenever they think there'll be civil unrest, they just cut off the internet so people can't uh, get online. That's a violation of our rights in America. Yeah, that's exactly what they would say. Um, And it's interesting because there was a time when we were like, oh yeah, social media is so great. You know, the the Arab Spring was a thing that happened in Egypt back in the day where like these... uh, protesters for democracy kind of got together on social media and for this change. And everyone was like, see, that's the pause of a social media. But then when people do it to fucking raid the pro the Capitol building, you know, to figure out some people, they're like, see, social media is evil. And it's like, maybe it's just the people and how they choose to use the tools. Like every other, uh, I don't, but it's like, I, I swear like some people see stuff on the internet and they automatically think, how can I argue with this? It doesn't matter what fucking side it is, what point was made. Yeah. I think they just want to argue. Yeah. They're just there because they think they're the smartest. Everyone today thinks they're the smartest person in the room. Right. Sure. I think, I think different uh, social medias are different, but for Facebook, everyone wants to, they think they're going to convince you or change your mind by making a comment about something. And I'm of the very uh, strong belief that everyone should just share or post their memes or their thoughts on their own page and not comment under other people's shit. Like if you think of something, post it. And if I agree, I'll like it. And if not, I'll just fucking scroll by. I don't need to fucking comment. You don't need to comment on my shit. That's how I personally view it. But like Twitter, I notice people get defensive and like, uh, everyone thinks you're tweeting about them. You know, like it's all like everyone takes everything kind of personal. And it's probably because I follow a lot more like music people. But for instance, today I just tweeted, you know, I really like Twitter, but I swear 80 percent of uh, the tweets I see are people trying to be motivational life coaches. And and it is. And, I, and then I even put after that to make it funny. I said, really makes me seem like a trash human being or something to that extent. Right. Because I'm never positive on there. I'm like, fuck that. I don't know. Like, I'm just not like that. And then let's call these people that are my homies. Some that listen to this podcast that are like they ha- they feel the need to defend the fact they've posted some positive shit before. Like, listen, the reason I do it, and I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about you. You know, like, I just noticed as I scrolled through, like, every Trust fucking... Trust me, Mo, if Mo wants to call yeah, he'll straight call yeah. He's got no quarrels. Yeah, I mean, it'll be funny. I'll just right. tag you and be like, hey, you know, CJ Jones, what the fuck? I still this get shit? onion jokes thrown at me for time to time. Yeah. In case y'all don't know, Snappy thought a wrestler was shot in a cage match. It was so funny. Um, he wasn't familiar with the onion yet. But uh, anyway. Yeah, I heard a conversation going on last night between uh, the daughter's boyfriend and the uh, groundskeeper. And he was trying to make his point of why computers are so much better than gaming systems. But this guy just happened to like gaming systems. The groundskeeper he's like, well, I just prefer these, you know, because I don't need all this stuff computer does. Okay. And the dude could not fathom that he wasn't going to change his mind just because technically sound, the computer was just so much more advanced and he just wasn't understanding the point that he didn't give a fuck. I like the game system better because that's what I like. He well, just couldn't fathom that idea. Well, he, he's wrong. I mean, and I am saying this to someone who likes a game console, so I realize I'm biased. But there are benefits to a game console that a PC player can't fathom because they have this disposable income that normal people don't have. Like, uh, I've had some friends in college stuff that they have gaming PCs or whatever. They're like, but listen, man, it has steam and you can get every game. And I'm like, I have steam and I get it. 
I think it is cool. Very fun. But I don't really like mouse and keyboards, but you can buy a controller. So you buy this and you buy that and you keep buying shit for the computer. And all of a sudden the computer can do everything because I spent five grand on it. It's like, oh, of right. course you can. You know what I did? I spent $500 on a PS5 that's going to last me for like seven years. And I'm not even think about it. And then, you know what? After seven years, I'll buy another one. And like, that's way better for me personally. So like the argument um, isn't always about like the graphical fidelity. And even then you would have to like update your video cards every so often. And then the newest video card um, is so hard to come by at the moment that like you really can't even go fucking uh, awesome. Like graphics. me, I prefer gaming systems. I like the controller. I mean, I, I just uh, the, like- e- the fact you can sit on your couch or recliner in front of your TV with a controller in your hand. And that's something that you can do it with a PC. If you have a steam box or you have a certain connection and then you do the control, but it's not the same when you're playing like an MM, if you're playing like a computer game, typically you're sitting at your fucking desk hunched over with your fucking mouse. and key. Yeah. It's just a different, it's a different yeah. thing. I don't know. I'm sitting back relaxed. I I've have enjoyed some PC games and every once in a while there's one that come out. I'm like, fuck, I'm playing the shit out of this, but in general, um, that is just not back when what was it the Sims or was it Tycoon? Whatever you build all this shit, that was like computer first. It was yeah, like Sim City. Tycoon, Sim City, all that. I mean, hell, I remember starting off on computer. Those was cool, but right. I, I mean, still, I would even take it a step further to say, I think I probably honestly like handhelds better than any of them. I got my Vita today. Finally, I don't know if I've shared the story that I bought a Vita on eBay, got here, didn't fucking work. And then I had to mail it back to fucking Japan. Didn't get my goddamn shipping covered, so I was pissed. But at least I got my other shit refunded. And then once I got it refunded, I bought another one that was a little more expensive, but it seemed like the people were a little more trail. Like I'm not, I didn't want to get a fucking broke right. one again, you know. And uh, so that came in today. And so I plugged my Vita up with my old memory card that I had because I had a Vita before. If people uh, are newer to the podcast, and like two years ago, I woke up and I spilled my tea on next to my bed, and my Vita was just laying in a big ass puddle of tea, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I remember it was just this. Broke. I remember this. And so I had this video, the memory card saved, right? And I threw the fucking Vita away. I was so pissed. And then uh, got the one today, plugged in the memory card, got it all set up, and I was just you know playing around with some few games on it, and I instantly was like. Fuck, I love handheld gaming. Um, mainly because like, I remember when I got a Game Boy Color and played fucking Pokemon Red, you know, the first Pokemon. And then I had a Game Boy Advance and a Game Boy SP. Like, I just always had handheld games. And I was like, there is something fun. And those graphics were way worse. And they are now worse than a console gaming. But that doesn't matter. You're like, because I got this little game here. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, your own little world and shit. So I do think uh, it doesn't matter how good the technology is mm-hmm. necessarily. I never really guess I got into handhelds too much. We, my kids went in on a 3D series for a while. The little DS's. Yeah. 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 I have one of those around there somewhere. I bought one uh, when Pokemon Go came out because I tried Pokemon Go. And I was like, this fucking sucks. I want to play Pokemon. And then me and Kubi both went and bought a 3DS like that day. And then Pokemon, and we played the fuck out of it that summer, beat it, and then I never played another game on the DS. I was yeah, like, they played several Pokemon. Was, they had Pokemon X, Pokemon Y. That's ones we played, uh, X and Y. It was great. I thought it was X about and y that was same amazing. time frame. They they was hooked up on it. And then I bought Sun and Moon, and I was like, I hate this shit. And uh, I'll probably waste away too much money on buying us each a Game Boy DS. <laughs> that was probably a little overkill. Um, but it's very rare to get my wife into a video game. I've gotten her into that and I've gotten her in The Sims 3 and The Sims 4. And even now, if I try to convince her to play The Sims 4, I'm like, you have like all these expansion, you know, like 
you should play it. And she's like, oh, it'll be a whole day. I can't play a game for a whole day. And I'm like, do it. Play the game the whole day. (laughs) We got stuck on Mario Kart and one of the Mario worlds when the Wii first come out. We hours and hours and hours. And I got my wife all into that. Got her into Minecraft at one point. We got into Minecraft for, I don't know, a year or two. I just can't do the graphics of it. I mean, I've seen some videos where I'm like, maybe I could kind of, but I, I just, I don't know. And I like Legos. I like video games. I would I mean, want Minecraft to. Minecraft was just slow enough for, like, I guess older people to get it. Right. I watched. If I don't, that makes sense. Little cousin who, I think he's like fucking 18 or 19 now, but back when he was 10, I watched him play Minecraft. And I was like, so you just set everything on fire? And he's like, yeah, it's pretty fun. And I was like, okay. Like, I just didn't quite. And I've watched videos again of like people beating the game. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't even get like good. Like it's still like a slow pay runescape looking ass shit. I don't know. Not my thing. Not my thing. But it was busy work. It was almost like a, it was kind of like farmland, Farmville. Right. You basically had a job after work. You know, I got to get the crops plowed. Uh, yeah. I got to get that mine torn out. Got to get them diamonds. Lately, I've been playing uh, Civilization Six, And I don't know if you're familiar with the Civilization game. It's kind of like Risk in a way, but a video game version that's a little more, um, more to it and it's one of those games like you start a game and like you'll finish it tomorrow you know like right. you start another one so it's kind of like a sports game but not necessarily again like a board game so i've been playing that because i just haven't been able to get into like another long ass game at yeah. the moment there was a game that came out called destruction all stars it looked like twisted metal and i was real fucking excited about it and then instead of it having like your cars having weapons or some shit it has the Madden hit stick. So you're just driving a car and then you, you're bumping them. And I was like, well, this fucking sucks. This isn't <laughs> fun at all, in my opinion. So, well, I got a hankering uh, to play a few weeks ago and then it took fucking forever to download. And then I got, by the time it was done downloading, I was like, fuck it. Right. Well, hopefully, so, maybe next time you'll have a short, smaller download to complete. Jeez. Uh, oh, something I don't know anything about, but. I see people posting about it on the internet, but I don't have kids. So I don't know. Is there is a girl by the name of Jojo Siwa? Does that sound familiar? No clue. The so only cool. reason I'm familiar about this is because I listen to a video game podcast that whenever the Nintendo kart racing game came out, it said featuring Jojo Siwa, SpongeBob, and someone else. And then the podcast is like, wait. This chick's more popular than SpongeBob. And I was like, that is crazy. And so at that time, I was like, who the fuck is this? And it was this blonde haired teenager who's like all positivity and rainbows and shit. And um, the kids love her, right? And I think she might sing. I don't know. But anyway, she's come out as gay. And uh, parents are fucking pissed because she's a little kid's icons or whatever. You know, they're like hero. And now that she's come out that she's gay and has a girlfriend. Um, because she's like 20, though. You know, she kind of dresses like a little kid, I believe, but she's like an adult, I think, now. So, anyway, parents are very mad. I think they're going to have like some, you know, burning of JoJo Siwa merchandise, you know, one of those sort of moments. Talk all the Disney stars as they leave Disney and go to pop culture. Right. We've seen it with Britney Spears. We've seen it with. Uh, I think Miley Cyrus was Miley Cyrus. It was the biggest one for I sure. I was fixing to go there. But. Uh, but now she looks all weird with her bullet and her deep ass voice. Uh, yeah, she was on Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan tried to like compliment her voice, and I was like, her voice does not sound good. It's hazy. It sounds, it sounds like she's fucking been smoking since she was like twelve yeah. or some shit, um, and she probably has, you know. And that's <laughs> might be exactly what happened. Um, but anyway, 
people out there, uh, let me know if you are familiar with this JoJo Siwa. And I'm probably pronouncing, again, the last name wrong. She's 20. Let her out of her Disney... Uh... But I don't think uh, morals. I, you're right. I don't think the channel of I think it's Nickelodeon. I believe I don't think they care. Um, it's just just parents care. But I've seen some of my friends on Facebook be like, "Well, if you are some of those parents burning your shit, can y'all give it to me? My kids will take it." You know, it's like man, right. that's pretty funny. Um, good good way to handle it. Um, no, I guess the Super Bowl's coming up. This will come out the day after the Super Bowl. Um, I didn't watch football all year. For the most part, uh, I mean, I saw a play here or there whenever I was, you know, the antenna would come on. But what? Who do you have in the Super Bowl? Make your prediction. I'm going to root for Kansas City. Just kind of got to go against Tom Brady. Well, I, I would, don't mind Kansas City anyway. I like Mahomes. He's a Big Twelve guy, right? I mean, I would. I'm going to also root for Mahomes in Kansas City. Uh, not against Tom Brady. I don't really care. Um, I just think Mahomes, when it's all said and done, will be the best ever. And so, or I think he has the talent currently that so someday a, he could be the best. They went through ever. like the first fifty-four games, and his numbers were actually better than Brady's. Right. I mean, it he it'll have it'll take some luck, you know. Like everyone could say because now that Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, they'll be like, "See, he's the reason, and not Belichick." But it, what fifty-five, forty-five on the percentage? But I'm like, Belichick definitely got him through some shit that Tom Brady wasn't going to. This so like. We'll see if I will say this about Brady. He's one of the very few quarterbacks that took pay cuts so they could get bigger receivers, bigger name receivers and stuff at the Patriots. Right. He wasn't he's not the number one paid quarterback. One pardon what everybody believes, he's like number ten or twelve on the list. Right. It's ridiculous. Now I will say watching uh some highlights of his from this season, I do think there are times he looks washed, but there are times he looks good, but he has good weapons. You know, I don't think he has to probably be great so he could still win. But I think I mean they won the NFC championship when he threw three picks. Right. So so I think it'll just be more fun if Kansas City wins. Because I think they're more fun to I think they got more to prove and it'll be a bigger thing for football if he wins. Everyone's like, Oh, Brady won another one. Right. I mean the fact that Tampa went when he was his first year is pretty impressive. Right. I agree. Well, and I think uh kind of something that's annoying and Maybe it shouldn't be annoying, but I was seeing again a lot of random ass like sports podcasts and stuff. As soon as Tom Brady chose Tampa Bay, and people predicted it before it happened, you know, just before, uh, they were like, "Oh, of course he did it. They have all these weapons. They have all this. He could just walk into this system. Imagine replacing Jameis Winston with all of his picks with Tom Brady and not hit like everyone before the season were like, he's going to go to the Super Bowl, right? right? And they were like, he picked him because of X, Y, and Z. And then now that he's made it there, all of the people were like, he could take any team to the Super Bowl. He didn't know. He didn't care. And what? I was like, what? <laughs> he had Mike Evans, fucking Rob Gronkowski, the fucking loudmouth Antonio Brown's over there now. Right. Fuck. Uh, they got Leonard Fournette eventually, who's... Uh, I mean, they, they got a fucking team, people. Right. So I just think it's crazy, because I'm like... I, I got in an argument with a high school kid about Drew Brees a few... Like a month ago, before Drew Brees got out of the playoffs. And I said, I was like, oh, well, Drew Brees is washed. He was like, Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback of all time. And I was like, well, I don't know about all that. And then he was like, how is he not? He has the most yards. How are you going to say he's going to lose? I was like, he's going to lose because he's fucking old and can't play football anymore. Like, I'm not trying to be me. I can't play football either. But I, as someone I didn't even watch this year, but just seeing 
highlights on YouTube, I was like, oh shit, Breeze can't throw the ball like 20 yards. It's like, that's not Breeze good. is at the end. I mean, I don't know why they can't admit that. He's going to be in the top list of quarterbacks. Right. Agreed. I mean, he's going to be in the top list, but number one, no. Come on, guys. I mean, when you play for a losing team starting out, you kind of throw the ball to play catch up a lot more. Just so you people know, you're trying to catch up, so you're throwing those long balls and getting those yards. Right. When I mean, the, the New record. Orleans system, I mean, was made for throwing long balls. Like, right. he just kind of fell off and uh, couldn't do it this year. Yeah. Uh, uh, and this, it was just so funny listening to this high school kid uh, argue how he was such a great all-timer, so that means he was great this season. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? That's not how this works. And then this one other high school kid goes, Peyton Manning's the best of all times. Like, I love this kid. I was like, he knows what's up. I would say Peyton Mor- Manning might be the sm- most intelligent quarterback, like, as far as plays and all that. I think he understood the game probably more than anyone. Like, technically sound, I think I like Peyton Manning. Right. I think uh, it depends on what your argument is. Uh, are you taking uh, – their best one year, you know, the peak for one game peak player or their career. Whereas in like I'm, career, I'm just, sure, there's people with better careers, but I do think Peyton's peak, it seemed like it was otherworldly, you know. Yeah, his peak, there's like, he's going to go out there and win the game. Man. Okay, defense gave up three touchdowns. Okay, big deal. And he called all of his own plays and shit. I mean, he would, I mean, I've listened to him talk. I've listened to a lot of quarterbacks talk and interview and I've watched him play. But to listen to Peyton Manning talk about the game of football, it's almost like listening to fucking John Gruden. He's very football intelligent. And he had a great SNL host appearance, and that goes along with I mean, he's, he's a little bit commuted because he's kind of odd, you know. He's got that big old head. He, well, he's, his commercials he's joke, are great. He's um, jokeful but serious. I Just before we uh, get off the wall, uh, Peyton Manning's fucking State Farm or All-State SNL commercial is the best thing ever where he like hits a kid in the head with a football and he's like, you got to get open. And he's like screaming at these little kids. It's so funny. Um, I used to watch that when YouTube was in its infancy. I would just be like, fucking pull it up and watch that video again. Um, all right. Another thing I got to bring up is it's going to be cold as fuck next week. Koopy told me earlier, I looked it up. Apparently it's going to be like in the low thirties and twenties. I had on my list how, man, it's been a really mild winter. And then I looked it up and was like, apparently next week that shit is over. Usually my wife gives me a head up. Heads up, but she's a little under the weather, so I guess she's not paying attention. Right, so um, I think it's by m- the night this episode comes out is the night the big cold snap's happening, I believe. Uh, I don't so, like the cold. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I don't hate it necessarily, but I do want to be prepared and my food stocked up, and uh, I don't want to go anywhere and, and all that shit. You don't want to go and the only bread be left is pumpernickel? Right, or get a little potato rye or some Man. shit. Uh, potato bread's actually not bad. I live they in say a storm's coming in this town. They go out and clear out the grocery stores. Let me tell you. Yeah, I had um, a memory on Facebook that 10 years ago, might have been more actually, uh, there was this big blizzard that came uh, through, and it was the night, it was January 31st. And so February 1st was there. Everyone got food stamps. And this was the one, maybe a year and a half in my life. My mom, uh, when she was in the nursing school, she learned that if you qualify for student aid or whatever it was called, like where you could work on campus, yeah. whatever the fuck that was called. Um, if you qualify for that, you automatically qualify for $200 a month of food stamps. Like no question asked, you go fucking fill out, wait in line and they would give it to you. And so uh started getting food stamps. And so we're like, all right, a blizzard's coming. We got food stamps coming. We'll get there at midnight right when the food stamps come in, you know, we'll load it up. We'll get out of here. Cause the storm is coming in like two in the morning. 
and apparently like everyone in Ada had that idea. And uh, it was when me and Kubi first started dating because I remember she was with us. And me, Pow and Kubi kept go in there and there was like no bread. We got fucking <laughs> rye bread. And uh, you know, we loaded up the basket full of shit, you know, because we have the food stamp money. And then we go to check out and the line was like twenty people each, you know, each fucking line. It was like, holy fuck. And then somewhere during there, because Tommy and Powell still smoked. We were like, Coopy, stay with the cart. We're going to go outside and have a cigarette. And we go outside and there's like three inches of snow already. And like everyone's cards were already covered. So I was like, oh, shit. Hell yeah. And then by the time, you know, we got in there, we just got home. I got home like 3.30 in the morning and uh, driving slow as fuck <laughs> to make it home. Uh, and then we were snowed in for like three or four days where no one got out. But it's like, so we had to do it. All right. You know, um, but it was epic. It was an epic time and really enjoyed it. Best like rye bread you ever had, wasn't it? Exactly, yeah. I probably made some like French toast with it or something, you know, because we we're just uh, smoking a little in our snow days. Right. I'm assuming, but I guess. Um. All right, man. I don't think I really have much else. I just had that the vaccine was a shit show, but just I've seen where uh, apparently if I throw away a bunch of the vaccines because people aren't storing them correctly, or people were just like. Two days before the vaccines arrived, like, hey, by the way, we're getting 2,000 of these in two days. And then people were like, they would then have to figure out how they're going to figure it out. You know, like, what there the was. Fuck, they take more pride in a plastic warehouse I worked in. Right. And so the big change uh, that they're saying they're doing now is they're going to give people at least a three weeks heads up to when the vaccine will be there. And it's like, yeah, that would be cool. Well, how do you not know? I mean, <laughs> you control everything. Shit. Right. Uh, I think. Uh, I had more expectations delivering a pizza. I think if I had to guess, it was the Trump administration was like, let's get these fuckers out as fast as possible. We can look good for Trump. And then it had some negative consequences. So you're and, telling me I can order anything I want off Amazon. It'll be here tomorrow. Right. Yeah. But they can't figure out how to transport a vaccine. Well, honestly, and I don't think this is very doable. If there was a way to mail each person their own vaccine, and they could keep it cool in their fridge or whatever. And it's like, now bring it with you to this. Like, that would probably be the way to do it, but you have to keep it at certain temperatures. But uh, no one fills out the censuses correctly. There's people living off the grid and people got it's people true. stashed in their house they ain't telling nobody about. It's very true. I mean, the government people that, you know, got 12 people living in their house. Top uh, one of my coworkers is a, a QAnon adjacent, I will say. Like, his wife, I think, reads it. And so he gets some of it. And he's really against the vaccine. And my other coworker who has been staying home because he's kind of susceptible to it. And um, he's very, you know, wary of the coronavirus. And he's like, I'm going to, I think he's already got actually both shots of his vaccine, but he's given the other one shit. He's like, what do you think's in it? And he's like, you think there's a microchip? And the one goes, that's one of the things. And it's so funny because they're both so old, you know, <laughs> arguing. And uh, he's like, you think they put a microchip in liquid? Okay. <laughs> now it's in your blood. How the fuck does it work? <laughs> like it just, I love hearing another old person be like, all right, genius. Tell me how about you. Like, Hell yeah. it's so funny. And then the other one, it falls apart for me. He's like, well, I just don't trust it. I ain't doing it. It the normally they developed it quick. And I'm like, okay, they did. But a single, you know, my fucking microchips and you've abandoned uh, that immediately. Well, so. Like I said, it hadn't come across my plate yet. So, Right. I don't really know where to go or what, There's to, some what, what to do about it. Oklahoma portal, you fill out uh, what your job is and all this different shit, and it'll tell you what phase you're in. Um, I don't remember where the fucking 
you know, I don't know what fucking website is, but every state's handling it differently. So I'm sure our state's doing it the worst or bottom oh 10. Hey, you can call our state whatever. We got the best voting there is. <laughs> right, we, we got the best election process there is. Well, when every county votes for Trump, no one questions it. <laughs> every single one. They're like, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, that really sure. surprised me because it seemed, I'm not going to lie, I'd probably say 90% of the people I've met in this town since college are liberal leaning. Yeah. It's really weird. It might just be we're waiting on that generation to, you know, crow off. Yeah, I would say people, like in college, everyone seems liberal leaning. They do. Everyone in East Central, almost anyone I've ever met, damn near. But a lot of them, like off the top of my head, I start thinking about it, though, and I'm like, yeah, but what are they... Like, I bet they're a Republican. Like, even, like, people I pledge with in fraternity, right? Like, like, there's people in fraternity that I would have said, like, yeah, they're pretty liberal in college, but now I think about it, I'm like, I bet they didn't vote for Trump. Because I'm just thinking, like, yeah. what they wear, what, you know. You know like, I'm more Republican-leaning, but I'm kind of a cherry picker, man. I just, yeah, that ain't humane. That makes no sense. Right. You know, I ain't doing stupid shit. Uh Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I try to at least think about it reasonably every topic. Well, I try to do a, like, let's look at it from a couple different angles, but I always have my gut reaction to something. And I do think I go with my gut reaction to be like, well, that's what I believe, or else that wouldn't be my gut reaction. Right. You know? But I do think you can, like, step out and be like, oh, that's kind of a good point. You know, so-and-so had a Yeah, good like, point. before big elections and stuff, me and my wife will pull it up, and we'll start looking them up and discussing, and we'll do it that way. Yeah, my I'm wife's super like, well, I like this liberal. about this one, and she's like, well, I like this one, and... Figure it out. Yeah. I I just like my favorite thing in the world because my wife is so liberal is I like to go off on some super conservative sh- talk shit and she'll look at me and try to figure out if I'm being serious or not. And then she normally goes, I would argue with you, but I I think you're joking right now. And I was like, <laughs> well, you will never know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like that though. Yeah. So it's fun. It's like almost like you got an argument in your pocket just waiting to pull out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's being a devil's advocate. Um, and to the extent like I'm, I am the literal devil's advocate. Like people start talking about the literal story of the Bible. And I'm like, listen, he has for equal rights and God threw him to hell. And now he's in charge of hell. He's God's enemy, but he's in charge. of. So is that where the liberalism comes from? Satan? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. I can see that being said with and that. Then, uh, he offered Jesus any kingdom on earth. So then somehow the devil had power. I just don't. I don't get the devil's story. It still seems but. to me like the devil still has power. He never said the devil's getting tortured. He's just in charge of the torture chamber. You know what I mean? I mean but why would he be? Well, he fuck wanted, if we get he, punished for stupid shit. But what? Like he was an angel, and then he was like, "I want equal rights." And then God said, "Fuck you, no equal rights. I'm God. God damn it, I'm gonna send it you to hell. Now you be my servant." Why wouldn't he be like, "Fuck you, I ain't doing it." Right now, again, maybe sure. God can make him because maybe they don't have free will because humans have free will. I don't know. Maybe he put a force field and won't let Satan. This in. is all a fun topic uh, huh. and all, but uh, hadn't thought about it at that angle. People, I'm sure, sure, if they have the email, be like, hey, by the way, this is my thoughts on the devil. And that's dope. I just uh, devil's always been confusing for me, but I also played him in a play once. And that was the first time I wore like female makeup on my face and i was like i kind of look way good in this and so i get i get the i get the whole uh people getting curious you know just saying 
Right, you got anything else? Nah, but I mean, it's kind of a hard deal to pass. You can just fucking be yourself and party all you want. Okay, be in charge of these fuckers. Don't really seem like no punishment to me. Right, well, maybe there's something in it for him, you know? But they say he's like bringing an army back. I don't know. Maybe he's training. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's going to one a, last hurrah. One there's last. one book of the Bible that they didn't include in the Bible. It's like a book of whatever the fuck it was before it was the Bible. Um, and what just says you only go to hell for a thousand years. And then you go to heaven because God wouldn't couldn't possibly punish you for eternity. And then you think of it that way. What if that was true? But think how long these 40 years felt. Yeah, but... A thousand to eternity just dropping the bucket, you know? Oh, yeah. And um, while we're on that, you know, heaven seems like torture. It ain't like fucking that Robin Williams movie. Apparently, you're just fucking praising God all day. I don't know. How many people do want to do that? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> well, I hear a Christian say, what, they're having a reunion. Uh, I saw someone today talking about, you know, people in heaven. And something that has always stuck with me from my days of being religious is in the Bible. It does say when people die they're just dead and their soul goes to heaven when Jesus comes back like way later. So anytime someone's like so-and-so died and they're in heaven, I'm like, actually they're in limbo. They're not in heaven yet. They will be in heaven uh, later by that belief system. But we have developed this whole like guardian angel sort of thought process that we're like, yeah, that's fun. Let's we, we all believe that now. So anyway, uh, we'll see how much of this we get to keep in. All right, man. All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you.